Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Give me the update. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. Dirt. We want the dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Did you want to tell me something? Will Smith did it for his 50th birthday. He bungee jumped out of a helicopter over the Grand Canyon. No. Wow. Um, And this happened on Tuesday. You can see the video um, on TMZ's website, or you can go to my Twitter, Dawn at Dark. I reposted, I retweeted um, this jump. The thing that bothers me about it is not the fear of, uh, if I were to do this, it's not the fear of it breaking. It's the snapping of the body. It's the reverberation of, and thinking I would break my back. Yep. Yeah, I'm you know? with you, Don. Says the That's skydiver. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is that if a parachute is is packed correctly, you don't have that kind of a yeah. jerking sensation. Yeah, the so. bungee, the recoiling is what's uh-huh. the scary part. The <laughs> yeah. falling fine, but mm-hmm. yep. I shan't ever be doing that. Uh, no. it's, it's scarier than skydiving to me, for sure. Okay, mm. Lindsay Lohan might want to send some money home from Greece because Dina Lohan is filing for bankruptcy. Uh, she filed the documents, and it's uh, over a one and a half million dollars in debt she can't pay a lot of it has to do with penny mac loan services Mm. um the deal this is what pushed her to do it her long island home is in foreclosure it was scheduled to go up for auction yesterday but the bankruptcy filing immediately stops the foreclosure giving her a chance to save the house that is uh, it's just unfortunate isn't it that family i just can't seem to get their rhythm yes putting that nicely uh, okay, I'm sure we'll talk about this later in the show in, in more depth. But Bill Cosby's uh, he's gone to jail, guys. He was let out of the courtroom in handcuffs. And uh, the judge said that he is a violent sexual offender and he needs to be in there for three to ten years. So that yeah. is mm-hmm. the deal. I'll read my, my, my friend Ken Darling, who's a great person on Facebook. He owns Lush. He was in the yeah. political world, a great business guy. I, I look at his... Facebook post every day first because he has great insight. Um, he wrote something that just really kind of got to me being a kid of the 80s. And mm-hmm. I'll read it a little bit later about Mr. Cosby. And on TV tonight, we have a whole bunch of stuff. Once again, it is fall oh, premiere Lord. season. Uh, we have the 37th season premiere of Survivor. It's David versus Goliath is the theme this year. We also have Big Brother ending tonight. After that, um, we have premieres of Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD. 
Chicago wow. Vet Clinic. <laughs> Empire on Fox, fifth season premiere. Uh, we have Modern Family, tenth season premiere. The Goldbergs, American Housewife. Uh, yeah, it just goes on at South Park. Woo! Jay Leno's Garage. <laughs> wow. Oh, it should be on here, but I think that ended last week. That's okay. the latest dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. That's a lot of dirt. Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. I gotta go. I'll be back in an hour. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Catch him, Daddy. Daddy, catch him. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back. <laughs> it's the 6 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk, one seven one. Everything entertainment. Everything. There's a bat loose in Alexis's <laughs> kitchen. Whoa! Oh, huh. Chase with Lex and Don McClain. Thank you so much for being here. Sit back, relax. Let us entertain you for just a few minutes. Well, we hope you stay a little bit longer yeah. than that. Uh, okay, let's continue this conversation. 6.05 is the time. So, so Don... Don was at work for about 48 hours straight uh, doing a report. We have to have an offline meeting about that. We got to see how we can. We got to help you on that one. But anyway, uh, but the online conversation is procrastination because Don, you admit that some of you, some of the, some of being here until six o'clock at night was your fault. fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't feel sorry for me, people. Yep, putting off the the work. So we're talking about things that we put off. I said. That in my 20s and even into my like 30, 31, eh, I was a little bit of a procrastinator with paying the Sears bill. And I didn't really learn a lot of, I mean, I didn't learn money management well. Um, Automatic bill pay was the best thing that ever happened to me Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I never need to worry about it. But anyway, um, right, Lex, seriously. Um, And then Alexis (laughs) slash my husband. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. and then Alexis revealed that, well, laundry, this is probably relatable. Laundry is her source of procrastination. Yeah, both Dawn and me, same. We oh, just wait yeah. till the last second. like four loads well, right now. Okay, but Dawn's a little different because Alexis <laughs> revealed that, that she procrastinates with her undergarments to the point where she has to wear her string sexy underwear. Oh, that's the worst, isn't it? Or Oof. you just go out... And buy new granny panties. That's right. Get a new six pack of those comfy granny panties. Wow. Oh my goodness. I haven't, had to, I haven't done that in a while, but I, I have done that ask. because of procrastination. I just think, oh, I just can't do it. I just, I just can't. <laughs> or you it's said easier you don't wear to get any. in my car. Oh yeah. Or I'll go commando. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Or I'll just. <laughs> it's easier to get in my car, drive to the store. Buy them and put those on versus the laundry. Like, there's no logic there. There really isn't. Lex, have you ever, let me ask you this. Yeah. Have you ever bought your panties? Mm -hmm. Have you ever gone commando to, like, let's say Target? You got your six pack of your industrial camo granny panties. You got a full coverage baby cotton. And then gone in the Target bathroom and put the panties on. Ooh, I, you know what? No, but that's a great idea. Maybe next time. I put that, I, I waited till I got in my car, which I don't know. Is that worse? 
You guys have to know, too, what? that this is also a very a, a desperate situation <laughs> when I'm buying granny you panties and not... You panties on in your car? What, no, but even before that, guys, <laughs> when I'm doing that and not, and I don't wash them. Like, that is a yeah, huge Yeah, because you thing. like to wash clothes before you wear yes, them. Yes. Which is kind of weird. Wash them all. They're brand new. I just, you know, who knows what's on there. But, yeah, I did. I put them on... <laughs> Oh, man. Um, Lex, let yeah. me just... Let that me was one time. S- it was one time. <laughs> let me take a survey. Yes, that is, in fact, more weird than putting the panties on that you just bought in the Target bathroom. I was procrastinating. I had a meeting to go to, so I was like, well, I don't want to go with... I mean, I would be the only one who knew, but I mean, I guess that's kind of a fun little secret, right? If you no. don't have your drawers on, you're like, yeah. Can you Nobody imagine, knows. Can you imagine the mom, Brenda. Let's just call her Brenda. <laughs> Brenda. Brenda has her three kids, mm-hmm. and she has her cart, and she's parked. She has her Dodge Grand Caravan parked right next to Lex. Alex looks, looks around. She thinks no one's around. And then here she's comes Brenda. Brenda and her three kids. Little Maddie, yeah. little Aaron, mm-hmm. little Chrissy. And little Chrissy uh, is, Mommy, can I get in the car? And she runs to the passenger side, and she looks to her right, and little Chrissy sees an adult woman <laughs> stretching, like standing all weird, like she's scratching herself. And, and then Lex is there putting her panties on mm-hmm. in the car, yeah. scaring the daylights out of little Chrissy. Yeah. She's probably like, ooh, good idea, woman. <laughs> Good idea. Good idea, woman. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. I can admit something as well. There have been many times in my life where I'm wearing some underwear that yeah. I don't like. They're uncomfortable. It's a thong that's just pulling Ooh. in all the wrong ways. You're and flossing I say, those butts. And I go, I'm not wearing these anymore. So I take them off and throw them in the trash. <gasps> yes, that's my girl. I'm like, well, I've done that. Okay. I mean, like, not Ugh. with flossy panties, but yeah. I mean, I've done that with. Like, nope, with, not yeah. dealing with this anymore. Yep, no. just cannot. I did that with a pair of athletic pants <laughs> in Walt Disney World. Was this when you pooped your pants? Oh, he didn't well, he, poop well, his first, pants. Okay, no, no, first of all, don't put that out into the universe, Thompson. I didn't poop my pants. <laughs> I came close. He w- almost did. I <laughs> came close to pooping my pants. <laughs> this wasn't that time. Okay. No, well, no, it was that time, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. It was New Year's Eve. No, man. Nothing came out. Well, why were you throwing your athletic pants away? Well, because they were they were the wrong size and they were horribly uncomfortable. Yeah, take those off. And I'm walking around all day and I'm like, oh, I ain't doing this. Mm -mm. There's no way I'm going to be. So I went in the bathroom, pulled those bad boys off. Yeah. And then uh, and then (gasps) crunched them up. And as I'm walking out, I discreetly. Threw him away. Did you Donald Duck all over <laughs> Disney? Yeah. yeah. I had to. Oh, wait. So you had shorts on? What would you have on instead of your athletic Some pants? Jockey shorts, probably. I have like jockey shorts. Little yeah. jockey shorts. Oh, yeah. okay. Girl, I, I need comfort. You're walking around Walt Disney World. I need comfort. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. It is a long day, Miss Scarlett, and yes. I I want comfort. Mm-hmm. I can't. I no 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 no. That's I I can't have that. Sometimes <laughs> it's either for me like a thong that hurts that I don't like, or my hips don't lie, and you know sometimes it just like it, it's ones that keep going down to where if someone were to look at the back of you, your crack is hanging out the top because they just keep slipping down More and you're than having it's covering. to pull them up. Yeah. 
So I got to throw those away, too. I'm like, yep. bye. Life is too short to wear uncomfortable underwear. Yeah. Yes. And I, I just, threw them away. Mm-mm. I threw the underpants away in the same area where I did almost <laughs> go to the bathroom on myself on uh, right by a bush <laughs> yeah, that's at right. Epcot by the, Eng- uh, the England Pavilion. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I know Epcot very well. Yeah. Yes. I, sent, I just sent you to a... I just sent you to a picture of the bush. I just sent you to a picture of the bush that I almost had to poop in at, at Epcot Center on New Year's Eve. Oh man! Look at you, like oh oh oh! I almost pooped here once. Yeah, one day I almost did. Oh man! Next time that happens, just do it. We'll make make a better story too for our show. Oh, that's what I. Whenever something horrible does happen like that, I just think, well, at least it's two segments yeah, you know what i mean yeah. it's there's the silver lining <laughs> that's true panties. or a brown yeah. lining you think they'll or, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> or, or what, what? Or a brown lining, she said. Yeah. <laughs> so do or, you guys think that it's just i i procrastinate most things in my life but it yes. really does yeah me too it 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 fuels us in that last minute. It's almost better than if I had planned for weeks at a time. Sometimes. What's wrong with us? There is, it, is something wrong. It's a horrible, it's not a character flaw. Is it broadcasters? Is it lefties? Is it maybe lefties? But do you guys wish, and we got to go, but do you guys wish you could not be that way? Yes, all I the do. time. It's, I constantly it's a, strive yes, to not be it, that way. Me too. It is a, I know it's not a, a character flaw is the wrong thing. It is a wiring issue with me that bought, that I wish I could change. Same. Uh, it's something that I, I, I strongly dislike about myself mm-hmm. and it's very hard, but I think it's our wiring. It's yeah. our heart. It's our hard wiring. And at this point, I'm in my mid forties now. <laughs> Just deal uh, with it, right? I don't have a lot of hope. Oh man! Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Six fourteen. We're gonna take a break. Uh, we 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 even procrastinated this commercial break. Mm-hmm. I should have bro- uh, broke two minutes ago. Ooh. Anyway, we're gonna be back right after this. Grab another cup of coffee. Six nineteen. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one zero seven one. Everything entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean. Of the Gary Indiana McLeans. Oh, Thank you for yes. being here. Mm-hmm. Home of Michael Jackson. That's where Michael Jackson was born. Mm. It's about 40 minutes. about Actually, about a half hour from my hometown. Mm. Michigan City, Indiana. That's right. Mm. Right on the lakeshore there. Home of the Indiana Dunes. Beautiful. Uh, be- it really is a beautiful area. I, uh... Allison Kaplan, now of the Twin Cities, uh, Twin Cities Business Magazine... Rented a. It's a great place for a weekend trip for next summer. My talkers write this down. I forgot the site that she used, but she rented. Maybe it's an Airbnb, but you can rent homes on the lakefront, and and the beaches there are are sand beaches. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Beaches. It looks like the ocean, it really does, and my town is just gorgeous. And the lake, and we have a Lakeshore Drive, and it reminds me kind of like Malibu. And it, 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 and, and I know that sounds ridiculous because it's in Indiana. But it's a beautiful, beautiful beach community. And uh, if you're going to go into Chicago, um, you want something a little cheaper, rent a beach house in my hometown. And then there's a train that takes you right to Chicago called the South Shore train. That's cool. Yeah. So you can do and uh, it's beautiful. I, I really didn't appreciate the beauty of the lakeshore when I lived there. I just thought it was a. A crap hole, but going back there now as an adult, <laughs> when I go back there as an adult, Colin's like, this is beautiful. I go, I know. Yeah. I know. If we win the lottery, let's buy a beach house here. <laughs> it's, it's really pretty. I just, uh, yeah, I went back last year for my 25th and stayed with my friend Chris, who, uh, Chris Fisk, whose relatives own a house there on the beach. And I just thought, this is just stunningly beautiful. It's just a great, great area. So anyway, next nice. summer, if you're planning a vacation, nice little uh, weekend getaway. <laughs> There's my travel tip for today. I don't know <laughs> yeah, where that came from, you. but anyway, yeah, you're welcome. I don't know where this <laughs> came from. Okay, last night was the return of This Is Us. Yes. Dude is still dead, right? He's still gone. Yes. Yeah, Jack's still gone. I mean, he's a focus of it, Jace, but there's so many rich stories to be told in This Is Us that, mm-hmm. yes, that's happened, but that was just, it's kind of something that helps. I mean, we think about big moments in our lives, right, that mm-hmm. just help yeah. shape yeah. who we are and who we become and how we parent. Are you like, did you like the premiere? I loved it. Yes. You did? Wow. And without Capital getting it, oh. Yeah. Well, you know, I really like This Is Us. I, I do, There's yeah. a lot of... Uh, relatables. Uh, a lot. I want to know. What, I care about these characters. I want to know what's going to happen to them. Not only do we have, uh, you know, the core of the couple, but their three children, and then their children, and there's just so there's so many characters that w- this show can go on and on and on. And it proved it last night in many ways and in previous seasons because not only do they do flashbacks because they're going to talk this season a, a lot about Jack and how uh, with his kind of teenage right after years in military and with his brother, but also they flash forward too. And the guy that plays Toby, I was reading an article about him and he was laughing because he said when he got the script and he was reading it and he saw a flash forward, he was like, yes, because that means he has job security. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> And I was just thinking about everyone involved in this show and where it will go and how many different ways uh, they can tell the story and fill in the blanks as they're doing by with this great device of jumping back and forth in time um, that he's absolutely right. And I just hope none of them mess it up. (laughs) How would they do that? Uh, Just in their own personal failings or, you know, just speaking out of turn or saying something that they shouldn't. You know, there's been... 
I I was just thinking about that because he was like, yeah, I'm just very excited that I know that I will have a job yeah, <laughs> for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as an actor, I'm sure that that's a really nice sure. concept there. Um, but yeah, I'm really liking it. I, I like where the story is going without getting too much into the plot. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. These characters, yeah, we've grown to love them. And uh, there's going to be some heartbreak coming up um, with especially Randall's character and his immediate family. Well, um, I'm... I'm happy because I never, first of all, I'm thrilled that the show survived the sophomore curse. Slump, yes. And and Lex, you and I have been pained and have suffered through a sophomore curse of a show we love. The example we always oh, use yeah. is Desperate Housewives. Yes. Um, you that know, first season was so, so dynamic. Oh. It was a phenomenon. I mean, you go back, now it's been... Can you believe this? Hold on to your industrial camoed granny panties. Okay, I'm holding on. Hold on. It's right under my armpit my armpits. Hold on. Okay, I'm holding. Fourteen years ago, Grey's debuted, mm. Lost premiered, and Desperate Housewives premiered. Whoa. Wow. And Grey's is still going. Ago, and Grey's is still going. Can you believe that though? Fourteen years ago. Anyway. ABC had a great year that year, came out, and all of those shows became not just hits. Desperate became a phenomenon. Yep. As did Grey's and as did Lost. But Desperate got so many headlines, and and then that sophomore season happened. I'm just happy for you as a fan of This Is Us. That's what we're talking about if you just tuned in. I'm happy that not only did it survive it, but you're liking where season three seems to be headed this year. Yes, Okay. I do. Dawn, I'm still kind of glad we're not watching this. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. I know. I, just, I don't know what it is. There's but twists I, and I, mysteries. Come on, guys. There's, there's lots a, of hugging and crying. That's yeah, what this like show is. Twists and mysteries. <laughs> well, well, Alexis, change your panties in her car today. That's enough. That's the only mystery <laughs> Ooh, I need. Yeah. yeah. If you the twists and panties. <laughs> listen to our last segment. We'll be right back, everyone. Stay with us. My Talk 1071. Everything. Well, the jerk store called. They're running out of you. Entertainment. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? Topping Google Trends and Entertainment. This is us returned for its third season on NBC last night in true form with crying, hugging, more twists and mysteries. The writers added some layers to the existing puzzle box storylines. Who are Randall and Tess visiting in the future? What happened to Jack in Vietnam? And on and on. And of course, that's the biggest trend with all the TV uh, that came out yesterday. Also trending in a new and unexpected but kind of makes sense couple news, FKA Twigs, who's an English recording artist. She used to be engaged to Robert Pattinson. Uh, She's reportedly dating Shia LaBeouf. Uh, The pair met on the set of their upcoming movie, Honey Boy. They've been photographed hanging out around her home in London. And a reporter went up to her door and through the intercom asked about the relationship. She replied, we're very happy. We're having a nice time. Now, Shia LaBeouf split from his partner, actress Mia Goth, several months ago. On Twitter, we have the hashtags Wednesday Wisdom and BTS on GMA. And if you don't know who that is, uh, they are a Korean boy band that happens today. And those are the latest trends. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. 
Whitman tells even more. Larry women would love to get their hands on you. What's your secret? Secret? Legendary quality, darling. Quality top to bottom. Come on now. Don't women see right through you? No, that's a hidden strength, my dear. To be strong, soft, and very rich. But how does it really feel to be a living legend? It's a quality feeling that fits me to a T. With BVD, you get legendary quality. You know there are some things I just can't get enough of. Da, da, da. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. Da, da, da. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Oh, the great Larry Hagman. <laughs> BVD underwear. That was my official underwear. Ooh. 6.32, Jason and Alexis in the morning. More hot dish. Uh, I, oh, I'm sad. Speaking of icons uh, on television from the 80s and 90s, Mr. Hagman there, uh, Candace Bergen, Tomorrow is the return of Murphy Brown, and uh, I'm sad a little bit. Now, I'm not going to let it deter me, but I read uh, a bad review of of the first two episodes from Rolling Stone. It's uh, the review, the headline. Now, this is just one review, but Murphy Brown, a crusty comeback. The CBS revival hasn't aged well, according to Alan Sippenwell, Sippenwell, Sippenwall. The uh, CBS revival hasn't aged well, offering a smug and preachy take on the politics of the day. Mm. I was worried about that. Um, Yeah, Mm -hmm. I was worried about how they were going to modernize the show modernize Murphy and they said that it's kind of a one note kind of thing where Murphy delivers these lines and they're just kind of lame they're just kind of lame political jokes and they're they and they're just one right after another so Hmm. I don't know. Now, that's just one person. Vanity Fair said something a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a must watch. It. Yeah. yeah. It succeeds where Roseanne Barr failed. Mm hmm. Hmm. So, I don't know. I, and I didn't, I don't know this guy. I, I don't, I, I don't know his other, I don't know where he's coming from. But, uh, I don't know. Now, yeah. they, they well, did we'll still up, watch, right? And we'll see how I'm we feel. Going to, oh, absolutely. I liked I liked Murphy Brown. No, he did say, he did say that, look, this show is very much uh, a show with a point of view that folks that are fans of the president will probably not watch. Mm-hmm. Because Murphy is very much, as she says, quote, unquote, in the resistance. Um. And there's a lot of Mr. Trump jokes, so that will immediately get rid of you know uh, half of the viewing poll of uh, viewing pool. But I'm just hoping for people that watch that it's creator Diane English, who is fantastic. She's yeah. a wonder. She is an Emmy winning creator of great television. I hope. She brought on some writers, some uh, new writers that can successfully bring this character into the 21st century and not just rely on the rhythms 
from the 90s because that's not going to work. Yeah, Yeah, it's not going to work. It worked back then, Mm -hmm. but I I just hope because it's television is different. Even sitcoms are different. So I don't know. I'm still going to watch because I loved I love Murphy. I love the character and I love Candace Bergen. And I don't always agree with television reviews, so we'll see. I just hope it's not so heavy-handed that it just feels like it's sure to watch. Yeah. After that, now I'm a little bit... Well, it is. (laughs) It is probably heavy-handed. I mean, they're just like the first season of Will and Grace. Also, you know what this is probably... You know what this is probably going to suffer from, too, is they have a lot to unpack. They have a lot... To deal with, why are they back? They have to. They have to kind of uh, acknowledge. They have to. They have to satiate the the fans who already exist and watch the original, and they also have to find a way to invite the new new people to watch and care about it. Mm-hmm. It has to be able to stand alone. Yeah, like I don't yeah. remember what happened at the end of Murphy Brown. But no, as it like I feel like yeah. a new viewer, so I need to be able to like the story just as much and not be lost. Well, and they also have to prove their their the reason for being. You know, yeah. they they have to do that. They have to unpack that. Why are they back? Why is Murphy back? So they have a lot of that to do before they can tell new stories, which that's why for Will and Grace, that's why I'm actually more excited about the second season because they, they got rid of all of that house cleaning, I'll call yes. it housekeeping in the first season. And now they can advance the story. They can relax so, a little because that pilot, that first season, you're right. It's, there's a lot of pressure because they're not sure if they're going to have another one. So they're like, well, well, let me just say everything I need to say and pack it into this finite small amount of, of mm-hmm. episodes and get it all out there. Well, they also, and I'm sure Miss English probably feels the pressure. They have to quickly, they have to quickly talk about and have an opinion about all of the modern things. So let's have Murphy joke about Twitter. Let's have Murphy joke about Mr. Trump. Let's have Murphy joke about fake news. You know, they they feel the need to acknowledge that the world has changed, and they probably feel the pressure to do it in episode one and two when they should have. When they and we don't know. I haven't seen it. But I have a feeling they're cramming all of those things in and it feels forced, you know? Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, oh let's make a Twitter joke because Twitter wasn't around in the 90s. Okay. Let's let Murphy make a fake news joke. Let it just breathe. Let it, let it, let it materialize naturally through the plot lines through the course of 13 episodes. I, I fear that's what this mm-hmm. first and second episode is going to be like. But again, Let's also be fair. If it is crappy or mm-hmm. if it is forced, give it some time. No show. No, you should never judge a show by its pilot. No. Never, ever, 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 ever. Most we just shows don't have take, that much time anymore. You know, yeah. Yeah, I, I gave Will and Grace so like six episodes and then I just wasn't interested anymore. Yeah. yeah. I just kind of fell off. I don't know what it was. Can't yeah. really put my finger on it. I yeah, know. I didn't love. I didn't yeah. capital L love the whole season of the new Will and Grace. Um, I stuck with it because I, I love the characters. Um, I happily stuck with it. But again, I'm more looking forward to this year because they got all of that other crap out of the way. So anyway, it premiered, Murphy Brown premieres tomorrow on uh, CBS. Making a Murderer 2. Yeah. This surprised me. Is coming back, what, Lex, next month? Yeah, the 16th. Holy moly. Yeah, it's getting a second season. And it's going to be focused mostly on their appeals because this is a story of Stephen Avery um, and his nephew, Brendan uh, Dassey. 
and they they've been convicted of murdering a, a woman in their town and uh, there's been, there's been so many different things that's happened since it kind of got this uh, broadcasting treatment of what happened and why and Brendan uh, with his uh, there's there's been I don't even know I mean I guess we all know kind of what's been happening since right yeah. that he's been out been let out of prison Brendan the the nephew uh, and co defendant and um, so they're gonna really go through all of it and what happened and the process and everything that was involved and if you were into the first season oh man it's it's gonna be good oh, it's on I'm, Netflix I'm absolutely gonna watch. I'm absolutely because I'm I'm curious of where it's going, and we know Dew was denied. The nephew was denied uh, what a new tr- a trial, or he was denied parole, or whatever. Mm-hmm. We know that, but I still want to see how it all unfolds. Even though, again, the developments are on your local news every night, or has been. So, but this know. is a nice snapshot behind the scenes and and what happened. In, in, in and out each day. So, oh, it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Don, did you watch? You watched. Oh, yeah. I was totally oh. into it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought so. I, I thought did so. not realize, and I'm not questioning you, I thought that they were going to let him out of prison, but he di- wasn't let out. No, you're right. I, I'm sorry if I said it that way. Okay. You're right. There was that all, all that back. Thank you In for, 2016. Yes. Because I think you just said he was let out, and I don't think No, he no, was. no. He wasn't actually let okay. out. No, thank you. I, I realized that right after I said that. Like, wait a second. Did I say it that well, way? Well, I, no. I got excited yeah. really quick. No. I was like, oh, my God. Did he get to go to WrestleMania or no. Hell in the Cell or whatever he wanted to go to, <laughs> that wrestling match? No. Did he get to go to? Well, I mean, he yeah. really kept he talking. Really... He has a, such a simple mind. Remember yeah. that was part of it. Like, oh, do yeah, I get to true. watch WrestleMania? Oh, and they're like, no, right. you're like, actually in, in going to prison, prison. for murder. Yeah, yeah. hello. Oh. So sad. Six... <sighs> so on Netflix, everybody, six forty-one. We're going to take a break, and uh, Alexis is going to celebrate something about millennials. We usually, we usually poke at them. We usually say they ruin things, yep. but Alexis has good news about millennials when we come back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Millennials are just so fast with their fingers, and they can call a duty and Skype and text, but you're completely crippled when it comes to basic things, because your parents are always right there, and they're the experts. Typical millennial kid will go, uh, mom, uh, we don't have any heat in our apartment. And the mom goes, well, you should probably call your landlord, millennial kid. Uh, I'm not real good at calling landlords. Could you do it? And we do, we do call the landlord because we don't want them to be sad. The great Dana Carvey. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Coming up on 648. Now, we spent a lot of time uh, here picking on the millennials. Uh, We we accused them of killing chain restaurants and top sheets. But Alexis is here with good news concerning millennials. Yeah, that's right, Jason. They're also killing divorce. Okay. University of Maryland, uh, they've done some research now and found that between 2008 and 2016, the United States divorce rate has dropped by 18%. Why? It's because the overall drop has been driven entirely by younger women. 
Millennials are choosing to get married later, and they're also uh, more educated, mm-hmm. and um, that they're in very different relationships. They're pickier before tying the knot. Hey, all of that stuff is good. Thanks, Yay. Millennials. Thank you, Millennials. <laughs> Thank you very much. We often don't say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for killing divorce, or at least the rate in which you're divorcing. Uh, they also say that the newly married women, they're now uh, more likely to be in their first marriages. They're likely to have a BA degree or a higher, some higher education. Uh, they're likely to be under age 25 or less likely to be under age 25 and less likely to have their own children in their household. Wow. Mm-hmm. So lots of different trends that this is great. It's a great trend. Even different. Uh, what's funny is it's even different from. Dawn, from our generation, Lex, you're kind of on the border of both, but generation, and we kind of did what our parents did. We got the expectation, even for us, was, okay, well, you're going to get, you're going to go to school, then you're going to get married, and you're going to have a kid, and it was slowed down a little bit. I mean, like, my mom and my dad got married right out of high school. I think for us, Dawn, don't you think, the expectation was you waited till right after college, Mm -hmm. and then... Yeah. Then you got married in your early 20s. That yeah. wasn't weird. Now I think, you know, I talked to Colin's friends who are in like their early 30s. Like it's now it is we not weird, but it's a little like really to get married in your early, early 20s. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, my mom and dad got married. Um, she was 19 and he was 20. And I've always thought, oh, my gosh, thinking about myself at 19, I can't imagine getting married. I can't imagine getting married married now. I mean, much less 19. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, just can you think of yourself at 19? I don't know. But, yeah, I think it's smart for them to wait. That's good. Maybe they've looked at their own parents, Mm -hmm. who a lot of them are probably divorced, and they thought about the way they grew up and how they wanted to live their lives. And they thought, wait a minute, maybe I'll just do a, a few test runs on some relationships first to make sure I'm mature enough to handle this. Yeah. You know, this is the right person. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's great. Pressures. Good job. Thanks. Millennials. Yeah. Thanks, millennials. You're the best. <laughs> They're probably sitting there thinking, yeah, but we can't afford to own a home because of all the student loan debt. But, you know, well, see, yeah, the the thing, thing, yes. can't afford to get divorced. <laughs> it's a big it's a big thing that, uh, you know, that millennials say is a problem. Yeah. Is, is yes. all of their student loan debt. And I agree. You know, yes. I was thinking this morning as I was driving here, I wish that student because I still have student loan debt for my undergrad and grad school. And I'm like, really? Yes. Even with scholarships, I still have debt. And I'm like, man, I wish that they would tailor college to where your whatever your degree is. Yeah, the, the the income that you would make from that degree, that's what you pay. So somebody who's going to school for being a teacher or as a dumb theater degree, like yeah. I do. How much does the average person in that field make? And that's what you pay for college. Yeah. Oh, you know, it just I doesn't like make that. sense to, you know, I mean, my ex-boyfriend had forty seven thousand in debt. From college, and it just overwhelmed him. It was like a huge source of depression in his life, you yeah. know. But yeah, and it goes on forever. Uh-huh. I mean, with interest and mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I like. I don't know. You run for office, Don. Okay. Propose that to propose <laughs> well, that to I have somebody. Too steamy of a past. I can't do that. You start looking into my background. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter anymore. Oh, I've never it been arrested, really but oh. uh, it doesn't matter anymore. Uh, I uh, 
I, I got this funny email just a few minutes You've ago. You've got mail. We got it in our email box. Okay. Let me read it to you. It's from, I'll just call her Jennifer. And the subject line is mermaid. She goes, good morning. I just want to say thank you for mentioning Kara at Great Clips in, the, in Medina. I was in dire need of a haircut, but wanted to switch hairstylists. Enter Kara. I figured if she's good enough for you, Jace, then I'd drive to no man's land and give her a try. She's great. Not only did she give me one of the best haircuts I've ever had, but all of her eccentricities, her eccentricities were hilarious. Now, what she's talking about is the woman who's cut my hair, my Fisher-Price hair, for about 12 years. And that is Kara, who I call Mermaid because she believes in mermaids. And she will have no problem telling you. Uh, all of the evidence, and I put evidence in air quotes that she has collected over the years to prove that mermaids are real. <laughs> and I love, and, and Kara says, when I mention her, and she works at the Great Clips in Medina, not Edina, Medina. Oh, yeah, Medina. Medina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next to the Medina ballroom there, the Target. She'll have people come in, and because she does, I didn't know how good she was with 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 the female hair. I just know that the guys travel, and this is no joke. There are business guys that work in Minneapolis that use their entire lunchtime to drive all the way to Medina to get their hair cut by Kara and drive all the way back. Because she's that she's really good with, with dudes' haircuts. So I am relieved to know that Mermaid is also good at cutting your hair as well, the female. So nice. thank, thank you for going to Mermaid. And thank you for putting up with her mermaidness because she will talk your ear off. And I sometimes I fall asleep in the chair. I'll, I'll just close because my it's eyes. About mermaids. Oh, just I just I because we argue. It's literally like being in a southern hair salon when I'm in there. The other stylists crack up because we get arguing because she's like, Jace, no, I'm I'm. I saw it. I saw it on the Discovery Channel, and that <laughs> oh. makes it real. Oh. Her 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 forever argument when she gets flustered is. She goes, Jason, it's on the Discovery Channel. Because she saw one time the show about mermaids. Oh, I watched it. Okay. Yeah. Well, because it was on the Discovery Channel. But it was like a mockumentary. That's that's what I told her. And she doesn't believe me. And I get frustrated and my head starts moving. And, and then. Uh-oh, she cuts your Fisher-Price well, hair can, Yes. So <laughs> I, I have to relax now. I have to learn to relax when I'm in the chair. I calmly argue with her that mermaids aren't real because I don't want like some jacked haircut because I'm moving my head around arguing with her. So anyway, <laughs> you yeah. might come out of there with like a mermaid stencil on the back of your head sometime. Totally. One and day you don't it's even know. Happen. Yeah. One day oh. it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> 655. Uh, when we come back, a very, very busy seven o'clock hour. Lex and Dawn will give you the dirt. I'm going to have your seven at seven. We have a, we have a birthday, Frank. <laughs> Lance DeHavel and Colby is back, and then we're giving away Justin Timberlake tickets. It's all going to happen after this. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.